Ding dong, ding dong, Christmas bells are ringing. I thought you were just going to find some music. Welcome to the Brew News Podcast, all the news that's fit to be brewed. I'm Andrew. And I'm Laura. And this week, we're here for the holiday season, Law. Ain't that right? Indeed. We're here to spread good cheer. And good beer. And, oh, oh good, Law. That's good. I like Thank that. You. I Thank like you. that, yeah. I'm on it tonight. We're going to stick with that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how long. All right, um, so it is the holiday season. Uh, and besides food, family, and Mariah Carey, the top thing on everyone's bucket list has got to be films, right, Law? Holiday movies. you got to have a good film, whether it be Hallmark Lifetime, I see you're Lifetime. Into that. Yeah. yeah, if you're into that, um, I, I know like Netflix does like a thousand holiday things, mm-hmm. like the Little Prince, Christmas Prince, or whatever. Um, but nothing screams Christmas really like a good Christmas film. Um, so we're gonna run through all 65 of Rotten Tomatoes top Christmas films. Wrong. <laughs> Come on, it's fun. <laughs> now um, there were some interesting things on here, so we're gonna talk about this list because it's an interesting list but we're not going to get into the the details of the list we each pulled out a few that we thought were a little strange (laughs) and one that should be infinitely higher and we'll talk about the number one film briefly just because it's my dad's favorite laura what was the most odd film you found in this list looking back i wouldn't say odd but i loved the fact that gremlins is speaking of our gremlin is (laughs) (laughs) is yakking up a bone under the table like snots in christmas vacation Mm -hmm. but so number 28 is gremlins which until i saw it on the list didn't really realize it was a christmas film but now i can't stop thinking about it as a christmas film yep also number 16 edward scissorhands always a favorite also not what i consider christmas film is there snow yes is it real snow i think it's just dandruff from all the folks haircuts you got made also johnny depp loves to play barbers because he was sweeney todd too it's definitely like a darker Christmas film. I don't think of it as a Christmas film. However, they did both beat out the best Christmas film of all time. That's what I told. Yeah. yeah it, I the, told Andrew that these, how, these are better. I'm sorry. How is Muppets Christmas Carol only 42? That's Andrew's Admittedly, favorite. the best number of all time. The most important number of all time. So I see how I see what they're doing there. But Muppets Christmas Carol is by far the best Christmas movie ever. You know, Rotten Tomatoes disagrees, Andrew. And it just doesn't meet. The standards of Edward Scissorhands and Gremlins. Or Die Hard and Batman Returns. See? Admittedly, Batman Returns is a better film, I would say, than Muppet's Christmas Carol. However, it is not a better Christmas film. Fair enough. For those of you interested, It's a Wonderful Life was number one. I had not seen that movie until I married into this family. Yep, and we're not going to talk about it anymore. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> it gets its number one mention. Laura, Laura, <laughs> I've got buggy's petals. <laughs> uh, all right, so... um. So this, this brings up actually a really good question. What is a holiday film? What is a Christmas film? What is what is Christmas? Is it a film to be enjoyed once a year? Is it a thematic event? What are we what are we going for here? So Laura, what in your what in your thought? What is a Christmas film? Well, it depends on the list we were looking at because yeah. the Rotten Tomatoes list seems more like it's a Christmas film if it has snow if there's and a or, tree involved. <laughs> yeah, if it's set around Christmas ish. Yeah. But it's not, to me, it's not a Christmas film. A Christmas film film is like, a, there's a theme to a Christmas film. Like Nightmare Before Christmas, I argue, is a Christmas film, not a Halloween film. 
because the spirit of Christmas is the whole concept of I'm going to do something that I think is really good, but I've made a mistake and I'm going to make better on the person I made a mistake for. Even terrible Christmas movies like Christmas with the Cranks. I, I will hear that from my parents. My mother in particular, she loves that film. Terrible film. Um, like the whole concept is the conceit of the film is I'm going to do something selfish, get told that it's selfish and I'm going to learn and grow from it. Literally, it's a Christmas carol. Like that's that's how Christmas carol works. Every Christmas story works that way. Freaking It's a Wonderful Life does the same thing. But none of these... Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation does to an extent. I'm sitting here trying to match that to your definition. Well, it does. It has the... <laughs> well, remember Clark tries to do something selfish for himself um, to get the pool. He doesn't know all the family's going to come, but he's trying to be a little selfless. He has that little minor, minor blow up and freak out. But then they all come together and they... Uh, but you know who does something really selfless? Eddie. Cousin Eddie. Of course. He's got a blue leisure suit. How, how would he's you not? He's got to go get Mr. Shirley. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best gift, really. Really. It was better than the jelly they won the club. Okay. I see your point. Yeah. I, I, what do you, I think it just depends on what you yeah. are looking for when you sit down for a Christmas yeah. film. I like Die Hard has a Christmas setting, mm-hmm. but it is not a Christmas film. John McClane doesn't learn anything. He just shoots poor Alan Rickman. That's it. Is that the movie we watched? On yeah, it was the movie we watched. On I spent half that movie <laughs> trying to figure out where the plane was because I thought it was Con Air. No. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen either movie in case no, you. It's not Con Air. No, no. I was watching something the other day and I realized, <laughs> like within five minutes, like this is this is just Con Air. See, <laughs> it wasn't Con Air, but it was just it was like Con Air Christmas film. No, there's no Christmas at all. There's it's set in like Arizona. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, you but, can see why I'd be confused. But Nicholas Cage has wonderful hair in Con Air, just like Santa Claus. Nicholas Cage, is, and he's flying in the air. Nicholas Cage is Santa Claus. So, Andrew, <laughs> what Christmas movies defined your childhood? Um, obviously, Muppets Christmas Carol because it's the best. Um, also, It's a Wonderful Life did. It was a big one that we my my dad insisted we watched every year. Um, fortunately, Christmas with the Cranks didn't come out until I think I was in college or thereabouts, so I didn't have to watch that too much. My mom still watches that every year, but. It's a Wonderful Life, the OG Miracle on 34th Street, the black and white one, hmm. um, and Muppet's Christmas Carol were definitely like three that we we had. And also the Rankin Bass. We haven't even talked about those. All the little claymation guys. Oh, Rudolph, gosh. Frosty. Um, now, are those Halloween or are they Christmas? Are- <laughs> they're terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> the look I gave Laura when she asked if they're Halloween. No, 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 no. Those are, the claymation, those were like the ones like recent I would just watch on repeat and then have nightmares no we loved heat miser <laughs> and, and jack frost and all those folks yeah they're great they're great but what you love definitely christmas vacation was a family favorite yeah uh, a christmas story we watched a lot elf once it came out became a, a pretty standard movie normally andrew and i decorate the house to elf but mm-hmm. this year we just watched football yeah, I think it was a very weird christmas very decorating weird christmas, adventure yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think those are probably the top ones. Okay. Home Alone. Home Alone. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about one of your favorite first to start okay. with. Um, and for this, we've actually done a little beer pairing for some of our Christmas films. And we tried to find beers that fit the films either thematically, something that happens in them, or just, just for fun. So you can cheer in beer. Yeah, all cheer in beer time. the whole time. Love it. So um, we're going to start with Christmas Vacation. And to start that off, mm. we're going to do the uh, yeah. Fugly Sweater uh dark lager from ithaca brewing hmm. so i guess fun fact we could kind of tie this beer back to it's a wonderful life because mm-hmm. ithaca is on the south end of cayuga lake yep. and the lake right next to cayuga is 
Seneca Lake mm-hmm. and Seneca Falls is where a uh, It's a Wonderful Life was filmed. Yep. So this is called Fugly Sweater. Um, it's a dark lager brewed with ginger, cloves, nutmeg, and cinnamon. It's 5.7% ABV. Uses two-row Vienna Munich biscuit min- melo- uh, melanoidin. I don't know. Caramel Munich, caramel special, and chocolate malts. It uses Hallertal middle fruit, Tetnang, Tetnanger, and Magnum hops. And then uses ginger, cloves, nutmeg, and cinnamon as adjuncts. Um, this is uh, it's a nice little sort of reddish brown color. Their tagline is, "Twill be the fugliest time of the year. So we joyously present our gift to this year's season, Fugly Sweater. Fugly Sweater is a dark lager brewed to inspire the holiday favorite, gingerbread. The wide range of specialty malts creates yummy cookie and cake qualities. The presentation is dark but not opaque with brown hues. Ginger is at center stage, and as with the traditional gingerbread, a light amount of cloves, nutmeg, and cinnamon round out the spice profile. The official beer of this year's Fugly Sweater Party season. So... We'll sip and let's talk about why you paired this with Christmas Vacation. Okay, so you do get the smells on the nose. I have two dogs in my armpit, which are smelling as well. This makes me want to watch all the like gingerbread stuff on Great British Bake yeah, Off. Yeah, it's very gingerbread. I think they did right. There's a lot more cinnamon, I feel, than ginger. You get some of the ginger heat. Um, and it's a... It's an off. It's not a short beer, even though it says it's a dark lager. It's it's more like a like a darker amber lager in color. Um, pretty good though. Um, but we chose this for Christmas vacation because Andrew's an idiot and thought that there was ugly sweaters in Christmas vacation. It depends on your definition of ugly sweater. Correct. Now I do think Uncle Eddie's sweater with a dicky is pretty ugly. That's a great outfit, and that's paired in the same scene. I mean, Clark's sweater in is that scene when they're drinking out of the moose eggnog glasses is not cute but when i think of ugly sweater i think there are a lot of ugly sweaters now that Mm -hmm. have christmas vacation on them yeah oh yeah and christmas vacation is it's a film that you introduced to me when we started dating um i'd never seen it before really really wow yeah um my family is a big vacation family yeah we had never i'd never seen any of the vacations really enjoy it the film um it's a lot of fun it's hijinks it's a traditional like 80s 90s slapstick as long as you like that you'll enjoy it Um, so i guess in the sense that in the movie they don't have the best ugly sweat like their mm -hmm. sweaters aren't great it's definitely but you can 80s you can find yeah it's definitely just like an 80s because i don't think like when the film was made ugly sweaters were a thing but if you imagine that film was made today that exact scene we're talking about clark is wearing something with like that spins or something. He's got like colors and like it's, it's going to be a real ugly sweater. Now. Yeah. But the movie inspired a lot of ugly yeah. sweaters that we see now. I love the couple's sweater of why is the carpet wet, Todd? Yep. <laughs> I, don't I don't know, know Marco. <laughs> yeah. There's quotes all over. Them. Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Great ugly sweaters. It's got, I would say of the films we're going to talk about, this has probably the highest rewatchability for me. Hmm. Um, a lot of those like slapstick comedies tend to do that though. Cause you're not looking for the plot. You're not like, Spoilers for Sixth Sense, for example. You know what happens at the end of that once you've seen it once. So, like, you go, maybe you watch it two or three more times, maybe twice, just, to, like, to see if you can catch things that are, like, Easter eggs that are planted along the way. But you, you're not doing it because you really enjoy the film. Like, this was just, this is just a fun romp. It's fun and enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I could introduce you to this. <laughs> now, the next one we're going to talk about we are not going to drink with, simply because Travis and I did an example of this last year um it's another comedy uh we we tasted this last year so if you're interested in this beer check it out it's called the mad elf 
from Trogues. It is their holiday beer, and we're going to do this with Elf for obvious reasons. That Elf makes sense. Yep. Um, this is from Trogues Brewery out of Pennsylvania. Um, it's a holiday ale brewed with cherries and honey. They use Bing, Lambert, Van, Royal, and Montgomery cherries. Um, it's got 11% ABV. Um, so yeah, we're not we're not touching that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's a it's a big like check our review from last year. But what about Elfla? What what is it that about Elf that does it for you? I just think Elf is so cute. It has mm-hmm. great music. So that's why we like to decorate the tree to it because you can put it on and tune in and out. But the songs. Yeah, it's an, it's a very straightforward plot. Um, I, I would argue that um, Christmas Vacation has a more convoluted plot than um, Elf does. It's extremely straightforward. It's a guy going on an adventure to find his dad. Mm-hmm. Um, Will Ferrell is great in it. Zoe Deschanel is great. The whole cast it works really well. Um, I like that film. It's really. I think good. it appeals to kids and adults. Like yeah, it's, yeah, it's it, cute. Yeah, it came out in the like the mid two thousands, I think, and like that makes it really good. And now, according to your you did some list. Uh, so Christmas, uh, you didn't have pull Christmas. Okay. Elf has an 85% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is good. Certified fresh. <laughs> Very fresh. Super fresh. But yeah, it's a, it's a fun film. That beer memory serves. Not, the, not my favorite, but it's a fine, it's fine, fine beer. So it's a. It's a I'm sure it would make Elf even more fun. Oh gosh. It's yeah. pretty. If you gave Buddy the Elf, the Mad Elf. Oh yeah. Remember when he got hold of that whiskey? <laughs> So the next beer we are doing is the Abita, 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 Abita Office Party from Louisiana. Uh, and we are doing this in honor of Love Actually, a film that until fairly recently, neither of us had seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we first were introduced to this when we were living in Raleigh, like 2013, 2014, something like that. Yeah. And I don't think I like really circled back to it and bought it yeah. until like 2018. But so yeah, a few years ago you bought it. It's been so. on our most recent holiday rotation. Yeah. Um, and we got the office party because of a very particular scene when Alan Rickman, uh, his infidelity finally occurs. Bad Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. He's in all the holiday films. If you haven't seen the movie, it's pretty cute, but it is cool because it's a bunch of different storylines that all are kind of threaded together. It's a bunch of vignettes effectively Mm -hmm. that all have like, they're all connected in some way, shape or form to each other. Awesome cast though. It's got Hugh Grant, Colin Firth. Um, Alan Rickman, uh, Martin Freeman, Martin Freeman, Kira Knightley, yep. Laura Linney. Mm-hmm. Did we already say Liam Nielsen? No, we did not. I mean, it's just, it's a great cast. The guy who plays Jorah in um, Game of Thrones. Yes, is the little yeah, baby the little kid. kid. Yeah, yeah. Which it's great. I know he's an adult now. He's in. He was in Queen's Gambit. He's the Texan in Queen's Gambit, but. He's forever a baby child. He's still a child. I know he's playing like a 35-year-old, and I was like, mm, you are a teenager that put on a mustache and is wearing a trench coat, and there's another teenager underneath you to make you look taller. <laughs> and the guy from um, Walking Dead, Rick. Oh, Andrew Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, Rick. Yeah, he's in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's obsessed with Keira Knightley in the movie. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's not a healthy relationship at, the, no, at all. No, it's no, kind of no, 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 Emma Thompson. Yeah, great no. cast. Definitely worth watching. Yeah, totally a good watch. Um, so this and you'll beer, hit the office party and then you'll drink this beer. And then you'll go home with someone that's not your wife. Awkward. So this is a holiday stout brewed with cocoa nibs, cinnamon, vanilla, and nutmeg. 6.8% ABV. Spice up your holiday and mix and mingle with this best dress brew. Office Party is the holiday stout brewed with oats, pale, caramel, and chocolate malts, and is hopped with Willamette hops. Generous amounts of cocoa nibs, cinnamon, vanilla, and nutmeg are added to infuse the spirit of the holidays into this limited release. So Laura's giving me thumbs up. Um, I think there's a little, like the vanilla is a little cloying to me. Hmm. Like it makes it... 
It's a cocoa vanilla bomb in your mouth. Yeah, and I think it could use more. Maybe it's the nutmeg. I don't know. There's something about some of the holiday spices that can get a little cloying, like a, like an overly sweet, like pumpkin pie sort of situation. Maybe that's the nutmeg. But I think if they just toned down the spice, like literally just a tick, I think it'd be perfect. I think it's the vanilla that should be toned down. Yeah, that's, maybe not that's, even the spices, but I think it's that's good. The one. It's good. It is tasty though. It would be a beer to like share. I don't know that I'd want to sit there and drink up. And it's not a big bottle. stout. It's like it's not Chocovesa. It's not something like either of us are sad about. It's it's a fine stout. It's not too thick. I would drink this with a chocolate pecan pecan. Chocolate pecan pie. What's the word? Pecan. 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 Pecan's wrong. I, I know that much. It depends on where you are, whether it's pecan or pecan. I don't know. But I would do that with a chocolate version of that pie. <laughs> oh, a chocolate bourbon pecan pie? With oh, this? yeah. Oh, yeah. Now we're talking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. All right. What you got for us next? Well, that brings us to our last... Well, do we want to talk about another film that we don't have a beer for? Or do we want to just get to our last beer? So... I guess on that Rotten Tomatoes list, we can just yeah. highlight a couple. Yeah, a couple of, of our favorites. So A Christmas Story, if you haven't seen it, it's on 24 hours, like Christmas Eve through Christmas Day. If you haven't seen it, you'll shoot your eye out. It, yeah. Is it TBS, TNT? I don't know. One of those. Um, but according to Rotten Tomatoes, that one um, has an 89%. So it's fresh. Certified fresh. So fresh. Um, going back to Andrew's It's a Wonderful Life, which was the number one Christmas movie on the best Christmas movie list from Rotten Tomatoes. That has a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes. I will say it is a good film. I just thought I, it's overplayed for me personally. Like yeah. that's the thing. Like, so What that, year do you think It's a Wonderful Life was released? 46. How do you know that? I just guessed. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> All right, let's see. What about Muppet Christmas? Mm, 92. Stop it. Are you joking? Okay. Buckets, baby. Christmas story. Oh. I'm going to go earlier than I think it is. I'm going to say 78. 83. You lost. uh, My first thought was early 80s, but it seemed to be older than that. It felt older than that to me. So I was going to go with early 70s. But I think it's because it's really set like 20 years earlier than when the movie was made. If that makes sense. It's All right, you get one last redemption. Yeah, it's hard because it is an 80s movie, but it's set set earlier. All right, your last movie redemption question. What year was Home Alone released? Crap baskets. Um released I think I'm gonna go with it's not not that early was it the same year as Muppet Christmas Carol don't be looking at your computer I think it was actually I'm gonna go 92 again it's 90 ah I was so in my mind I was going between 89 and 92 Ah. I was I was like in that range I couldn't remember now what Christmas movie let me double check this before I say it Elf was like 2003, I think. No, what year was Christmas Vacation? Oh, yes. Christmas Vacation was... Oh, when was Vacation? I think I'm going to say 85. It's 89. 89. Ah! <laughs> Enough of the year. So we almost... I, I shouldn't have mentioned Christmas Vacation because we were on Home Alone. Home Alone, yes. And Home Alone is a good segue to your last beer, Andrew. Yes. Our last beer is The Nutcracker from Boulevard. This is their, um, and we'll explain everything in a minute. So this is Boulevard Brewing out of Missouri, Kansas City. K- 
Kansas City, Missouri. Um, it is a winter warmer, 7.3% ABV, 38 IBUs. Nutcracker Ale is Boulevard's holiday gift for real beer lovers. This hearty, warming brew is a classic winter ale, deep amber in color with hints of molasses, balanced by the spiciness of Chinook hops. Now, you'll notice in our picture on Instagram that it says Alex Gustin since 2021 on the neck of the bottle. The reason for that is we feature every, according to Boulevard, they feature every single employee's name and how long they've been at the boule- at Boulevard on the neck labels. So Alex Gustin was hired in 2021. Huh. Ran- so if you bought like a, a six pack, would they have different names? Different people. Yep. Oh, They're cool. randomly mixed in as the labels are loaded on the labeling machine and are spread throughout our distribution network. And their website says, hey, mom and dad, my name's on a beer bottle. So, well, congrats to Alex Gustin and his new 2021 job. Cheers to you, Alex. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. So, Uh, how does this relate, Andrew, to Home Alone? Well, now you brought this to my attention, but did you know that Macaulay Culkin played the boy in Nutcracker? He's the Nutcracker Prince. Oh, the little, little Nut nut Prince? Yeah. The Nut Prince. And, uh, is that 1993? So, yeah, in a live action adaptation of Tchaikovsky's ballet. Mm. Now, unfortunately, this has a 50% on Rotten Tomatoes, which means it's the splat. What's that called? Uh, rotten. It's rotten. I haven't seen it. I'll be honest. We're talking about the Nutcracker, not not this beer, and we're not talking about... No. Um, no. I will say this beer has got a like a hop characteristic, so like an IPA on the nose. I think it's it's definitely the Chinook hops, but I don't know what they used anything in there, like spices otherwise. If you gave that to me blind, I would have said that's an IPA. It's it's like a it's a malty Chinook IPA. I get, it's not jumping out, it's Christmas to no. me. I, I get some of the molasses in the back end, but I only know that because I've been having some of my beers that I brewed with molasses lately, so I'm catching that, but I don't get the flavor. Um I mean it's a good beer. I just don't think that's I don't treat that I wouldn't think of that as a winter warmer. But okay. It's not as Christmassy, and I guess we probably didn't do it in the best order, or you think it was the best order? It was probably not, but I went on alcohol content, not on anything else, because I had no idea. I've never had any of these three. So. Yeah, the office party was Christmas in a glass, mm-hmm. and I think that it kind of messed up my palate. For yeah, the- I'll keep drinking it, but the more I taste it, it's definitely just like a very good West Coast IPA. I got no, mm-hmm. no, no shade in that. That's just a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we're talking about the original Home Alone for this one, but I guess Home Alone 2 would also work because of Macaulay Culkin. Also Macaulay Culkin, yeah. yeah. That gets a 66% on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. I, I find those interesting. There was a, a, a YouTube video someone did a few years ago of like, um, it's like a, a video game damage meter. And they look at how many times someone would have like died in like slapstick comedies like this. Um, so they looked at Marvin, what was the other guy? What's, what's, uh, Mm. What's the little one's name? Uh, what's Joe Pesci's name? The, the Wet Bandits. Doesn't matter. So they're looking at the Wet Bandits and how many times they would have died. Uh, Harry. Harry. Yeah, Harry and Mar. They're like, okay, how many times did would he have actually killed them or all this? Like, how much damage did they actually take? And it's impressive. I think Marv di- would have died like six times if he had taken that much damage over the course of a single night. Oh my. Yeah, like it's it's not good. Like some of the stuff like would... Kevin is mean. He's mean, but like a lot of it was like like when he drops the paint cans on them and swings them down, those are obviously like full paint cans. That's like, a, uh, it's not just like concussions. It's like, and you have a brain contusion now. Ooh. So it's not necessarily like, oh, he died that night. He died later. Like when Marv grabs the uh, the doorknob that's on fire and he burns his hand or Harry, whoever does that. Um, Harry's scalp getting lit on fire with the blowtorch. Like, 
it's it's a it's a rough film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they go and do, do it again in New York. I'm sorry, no. If you're if you're the Sticky Bandits now, you've rebranded. You've got something fresh. Don't go after the same kid. You, no, you got your glove hands. You just stick them in. You grab your change and walk off. It's not worth it. No, I blame Harriet Barr for many things. Yeah. Voila. That ends our holiday episode. I think. Unless you I have think we else need to, to go watch a movie. We probably should. And you should too, this holiday season. Indeed. Mm. Speaking Cheers to, and beers. Talking to you, the listeners. But uh, this is our probably our last episode for the year. Uh, and we hope you all have a merry, I believe as uh, Clark's co-worker said, a very Merry Christmas. <laughs> and you get that pool put in I'll in the spring say, after yeah. the thaw. You know, you mm-hmm. got you to get that down payment in. Or you get a Jelly of the Month club. Who knows? Everybody's winning. <laughs> Who knows, Clark? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, all right. Well, uh, as always, you can follow us on Instagram at Brew News Pod or on Twitter at Brew underscore News. Uh, you can email us at brewnewspod at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to follow us on Untapped, you can follow Travis at Mathernuts and me at TubaSteve. Let us know your favorite holiday film and what you're drinking with your favorite film. Absolutely. And as always, support your local breweries this holiday season. No brewery should be without a home. And every beer needs a home. Support local. Drink local and enjoy your good holiday film with beers and cheers. 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 Cheers.